Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? You're not going to be happy with me, Connor. I'll be honest. Oh no. What's going on? I've eaten too many peanuts before the start of the show. (laughs) And now, now I've got nut mouth. I don't know what to say to you. You <laughs> say that last sentence again. I don't know what to say to you. No, no, no one before that. Oh, I ate too many peanuts. No, about <laughs> having nut mouth. Oh, I've got. Oh, we've all had nut mouth in the past. You say that sentence on the schoolyard. You're never retur- recovering. It's game over. <laughs> That's the end of your secondary school career, my friend. You're never getting back from that. It's never going to be like, God, Sean's actually kind of cool. Now, yeah. after all, the nutmouth situation's cleared up. You could shit yourself and you'll forever be known as Nutmouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is somebody's first episode, by the way, Sean. So what do we do here other than talk about Nutmouth? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me. A man clearly too busy snacking on delicious salty treats. To- Pistachios? No, uh, peanuts roasted and salted. Have you know? Yeah, you're you're trading for Halloween. It's coming up. But I only realised. Sorry, this I don't know if this is a thing in other countries. But do you know monkey nuts? Yes. Yeah, I didn't know those were peanuts for the longest time. What did you like, think they were? Like marshmallows? I just thought they were fucking weird shaped things. I didn't know there was things inside of the shell of the peanut. I I I didn't know. I didn't know, Connor, and. I say this, this was about five years ago that I learned this. <laughs> Wait, so you were eating the outer shell? No, I didn't eat them. I didn't like peanuts up until about a year ago. Oh, boys, you have lived a life. <laughs> I know. Lived a life. It's, been a, it's been a wild ride on the Sean Mean carousel. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, right? I don't know who would. But last night we were going to record. Yeah. And then we didn't, right? And I text Sean, I was like, ah, oh, no, we can't record today, we can't record tomorrow. <laughs> no, no. and, and his response was, and in the most Sean mean way ever, responded, yeah, yeah, I'm basing a chicken at the minute, so it's probably best, I have to keep an eye on it. <laughs> it needs constant attention, you know, every 20 minutes. Let's go up and dribble the chicken juice. <laughs> so far, we've had nut mountain dribble juice. So... <laughs> What fucking superhero team are we making? (laughs) The world's worst. Um, But Sean, yeah, this is weird news. So I think we need to move on past all of this. If this is your first episode, we do actually talk weird news. It's not just the two of us just talking weirdly about chicken juice and nut mouth. Unless that's in the news, in which case... (laughs) 
Um, very quickly, we had a new patron this week, um, Sammy, and he was kind enough to send us in a message show that I felt was quite funny because he said he's been listening since the very, very early days, like individual numbers. Oh, I'm so sorry, Sammy. We're very sorry that you had to go through that. But he said, I don't even really understand half the things you say. <laughs> he says he gets about 60% of what we 60. have. <laughs> Which, to be fair, so if he lives, listens to 150 episodes, but he only gets 60% of each episode. Yeah. That's not bad. That's like 83-ish episodes that it's Sammy pretty has good. fully digested. Yeah, I mean, he, I said that and then I thought... Jesus, for the next intro, I probably should slow down because he thought my name was Carlisle for a, for a while. My name is Carlisle. Oh, actually, I get it. I hear it now. <laughs> it's just because I mumble my way through because we've done it so many times. Um, oh, how's he going to feel about the whole fucking <clears throat> the the nut mouth scenario? <laughs> Will that oh, I translate? I do. <laughs> Sammy, let us know. <laughs> Messages back on Patreon, let us know. Um, we're going to start this week, Sean, with another patron story. Uh, one of our oh. favourites and one of our oldest, Mr. Waffles. Waffles. He sent this in. He sent this in through a DM on Twitter because he lives in a place called the latest edition of Zealand. That's a bit of a New Zealand gag oh, there. The most for recent you. Zealand. Um, the, the recent Zealand. And he likes to send us in stories that are they're native to him. Because, I mean, we might not see them, but they, they're big news there. And so, this week we are started with Pear caught at Auckland border with a hundred thousands and boot full of KFC. With, with a hundred thousands? A hundred thousand dollars and a boot full of KFC. Interesting. Oh, well. Okay. Okay. I... Why have they included... Okay. Why have they included KFC? Wait. Wait. What? A boot full of KFC. Yes. Sorry, that, that fucking, that didn't translate in my mind for Not a second. Not just a KFC. Like, yeah, I just thought it was KFC. a bucket. And I was like, why did they include a bucket no, no, of no, KFC no. when there's a hundred grand being found? But it's a boot no, no, full. No. <laughs> a boot full of KFC trying to cross the border. Is this a lockdown thing? Are you not allowed to transport KFC because of it COVID? Is, it <laughs> is a lockdown thing due to COVID. Um, because, of course, New Zealand is in lockdown at the minute. But they were trying to enter Auckland's southern boundary on Sunday. Officers noticed a suspicious-looking car travelling on a gravel road. And upon seeing the police car, the driver did a U-turn and sped off. I feel like... <laughs> In New Zealand as well, there's a lot of just wide, flat, open areas. <laughs> That's true. But, like, would you not try? Rather than you but like you make eye contact with the police officer, you look shiftily around the car, hmm. and then you just pop a Yui and leave. I think the only more way, suspicious. There's only one way to do it, and that's like you're driving along, and then you have to act like you've forgotten something <laughs> wherever you came. Oh, I forgot! And you're trying to act all this out through the windscreen, make it look like oh, I've just remembered the children. I left them in the prison. Oh no, I better go back right now. No, like they were visiting. Oh, okay. Oh, but I left them wha- in cells. Oh. oh no! Oh no! In cells, you say? Um, <laughs> Who left them with those matches? Oh the, no! So would you? Would hmm. so you would go up, talk to the officer, be like, "Look, I'm just trying to find a place to turn around." And then you drive on up the road. Yeah, you but, attack him. Attack him then, from the start. But then, if you don't turn around, that officer—it's New Zealand. I mean, he probably sees like two people a day. Uh, yeah, he. It, this is the most excited he's ever going to be. And one of them was fucking smuggling a ring. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's a New Zealand joke for the episode. <laughs> it's all we have. That's literally our only topic. Oh, you've, so, yeah, you have a multi-million dollar film franchise attached to your comp- c- we, country. How's that sound? Yeah, we had Star Wars, technically. We did. We did. We, we did have Star Wars and we had... And uh, Braveheart. Sa- and the start of Saving Private Ryan. Oh, the best. That's the best bit of it. And, oh God, 
Oh no. <laughs> I'm out. At Wild Mountain Time. We had Wild Mountain Time. Oh, how I wish we were in Bruges at this minute. <laughs> um, so, the car drives up, it does a U-turn and it speeds off. Um, what happened then was the police obviously followed and the car eventually was pulled over. The police found that the pair had come from Hamilton. The car was searched and police they found the car. They got tickets in a lockdown. It was wild. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> it's not said, but it's in between the lines. And the car was searched and police found the cash alongside empty ounce bags and a large amount of takeaways. And by large, they mean a boot full of KFC was there. Sean, if you see the image, there's... Almost so much KFC there that nobody could take it all in at once, which implies that they've either tried to go smuggle the KFC into the border, or they just had it in the boot, just cost. Wow, that is a lot of KFC. What's in the tubs? Is that <laughs> is that like mayonnaise? Oh, I, I don't know. I'm so confused. The, um, oh wow, that is a packed boot full of KFC. Now, they said there was empty ounce bags in the car. Yeah, that's not great. It's the most severe case of the munchies I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it could be. They've, they've gotten rid of certain things. They've put some things into the body. Then the munchies have hit. And the lads have taught, let's buy KFC. But not like... I'm talking let's buy the restaurant because there's nothing that could sit like there's nothing that could get rid of this hunger that's a that's surely a special order though for the KFC like (laughs) you're not rocking up to the drive-thru and getting what looks like four individual family feasts uh just a fucking a stack of plates that's also in there and some buckets I don't know what's in the the tubs. Like, I my instinct says gravy, but that gravy shouldn't be that color. It looks like also, scrambled egg. Th- I mean, this might be the strangest thing we've ever seen try to be smuggled into a different area. It's very weird that this is this is the hill you're going to die on. Let's bring the KFC because they didn't ask, but they had heroin all across the car. <laughs> it's like the car was full of her- the boot though, full of KFC. It was madness. That's the um, one we got to hide. Um, they also, uh, when they asked the man what he was doing, he said he claimed he wanted to cross the border to charge his electric vehicle, despite there not being a charging station where he was going. So, I don't know if all these... It would have been funnier if the car also wasn't electric. <laughs> that would be good. That, 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 that just raises further questions, though, if he had an electric car. Because I, I imply... That, that, to me, implies a level of, oh, I've made it, and I don't hmm. need the drugs in KFC anymore. But now here's the thing though is that what if the place he was coming from also didn't have an electric car charging spot meaning that because the place he was coming from was KFC I could only assume yeah he presumably got KFC on the way to being caught with all the KFC unless he brought it from home but what I'm getting at is like what if this man is on some kind of quest to find some kind of electric car charging port um, but one does not simply plug in to Mordor <laughs> <laughs> you see my point uh, no oh, of course <laughs> of course <laughs> um, so, I mean I think it becomes a situation that when you're smuggling you're trying to smuggle KFC through the borders I think you might I think you might need to reevaluate your priorities. I think to go if you get sent to jail for this or it goes to a situation where you have to go to court, which I'm assuming you will, and he gets to tell other criminals what he's in for, trying to to bring KFC across a border seems like I think you might not get in with the murder and and the burglary gangs. I think they might be looking down upon you. This is true. Um, like it's 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 not exactly, you know, Grand Theft Auto, or bank robbery, or 
kidnapping or <laughs> killing the Dark Lord. Uh, <laughs> or defeating Sauron or liking some trees. They're very energetic. Um, there's, there's they're not oh. trees, they're ants, but fucking continue. Oh, I guess. What's the difference? What's oh, the difference? Well, the fucking an ant would tell you the difference, Connor. <laughs> well, they can't. It's not here. It's it's fictional. <laughs> um, Sean, I think we need to move on to our next piece of news because I have a man who was calling 911 repeatedly. And, I mean, that implies... What what would that imply to you? He's calling 911 repeatedly. Emergency. Uh, Emergency. Utter, like, you know, someone's life is in the balance kind of thing if mm. they're dialing 911 repeatedly. A man from USA has been jailed after repeatedly making nuisance calls to the emergency services to tell them that he was tired. (laughs) It's an emergency, officer. (laughs) I want to go sleep sleep, but I cannot. (laughs) I'm real tired. Well, stop stop ringing the phone line. (laughs) His arm is fucking wrecked. So so is he... Dead. Is he in bed? Ringing them being like... Because I'm imagining an old, like, fucking rotary phone. So he does, like... And he's got his little hat on. He's got his little hat on. He has the candle on the fucking finger holder thing. And he's ringing being like, I'm I'm still sleepy. And then, as a 911 operator, like, after the fourth call, are you obliged to, like, tell him a bedtime story or something? There's, like, a secret phrase he can say... That means that he has to go into a bedtime story. Oh, fuck it, he's got it. Oh, James. Oh, the birds fly south at dawn. Oh, fuck. Right. Oh, Hickory dickory dock. some sleeper agents. <laughs> but, um, obviously, the, ma- the main job of the emergency services is to find out where the people in distress are, which is why they've, had, they've got some pretty sophisticated technology to find out who is calling them. By virtue of a happy accident, that also means that you can be traced if you're constantly calling them up to tell them that you're tired, Sean. So, right. they're not really keen on people holding on the line in case something someone genuinely is in distress or having an emergency. So they'll not look fondly on calling them to, to waste their time. So, that's exactly what happened when 61-year-old Daniel Schroeder is looking to spend at least the next two months in the county jail for. Schroeder, who is from Indiana was taken into police custody on Tuesday night in connection with four phone calls that he made on that evening, stating he was tired, then he was really tired, then he wanted to go to sleep, then why can't he sleep, <laughs> the report states. Oh no. Where in this, like, because I like in his mind, is like, man, I'm so tired, but I have to get up early for work in the morning. This yeah. is, this is a personal emergency. If only there was some kind of service to deal with emergence. Oh, wait! <laughs> what are they going to do? Like, have the police turn up? Who are they going to arrest? What are, what are they going to do? Who are they going to talk to other than him? You're to, it's definitely bedtime story. Did you, you assume he's asking for the police, though. Like, oh, ambulance, get a bit of fucking Novocaine or la- knockout gas. They probably don't call it knockout gas. They do. The no, I, I think it's a scientific term. All oh, right, I thought it was just Batman, mm. but it <laughs> yeah. like some kind of anesthetic. Even the fireman, you know, you get a fucking fire Dalmatian curl up beside him. He, you're, 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 you're cozy as fu- you're, you're asleep for the night. Then seven o'clock in the morning, hose turns on. You're awake. Now, this isn't the first time Schroeder has ragged the police in the last week, Sean, because he was actually making nuisance calls the day after he pleaded guilty of calling up 911 to express his anger towards a relative of his who was, in his own words, not following his rules. So, I mean, he's got a lot of issues, and his first thought is, ring the emergency services, ring 911, they'll know what to do. He's going off what we're told, I think, when we're five, that you get into trouble, ring 911. But he's taken it to the point of he's now 61, and if he has even the most minor of problems in his life, well, this can be solved very easily. <laughs> this, yeah, like, 
in in a way, this man is the most Irish man is the opposite of every Irish man to ever exist because if in Ireland if something goes wrong, you don't ring the ambulance because you don't want to bother anyone. No, Jesus. I might have to have my legs falling off me. And even then, I'd call a taxi, if anything. <laughs> and I wouldn't even want to put the taxi out. An Uber. Does an, an Uber u- go around here? So an Uber. I'd hitch. I'd hitch to the hospital is what I'd do. <laughs> but th- this man at the drop of a hat is willing to dial 911. Or 999, mm. as it is in Ireland. Uh, mm. Which I, I had to educate someone on the other day. And he said, oh, that's probably good to know. <laughs> So what happens if you ring 911? You get nothing in Ireland. You get no- Imagine there's a murder in your house. You're like, you're panicked. You've sn- snuck up the stairs, sweat pumping out of you. You're yeah. panting. You're hiding. You ring 911. Nothing. Nothing comes true. Babe station. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Wait, they pick that a- number? <laughs> <laughs> Easy hits. Easy money. <laughs> Is he money? He might need a bit of stress relief at such a trying time. <laughs> Who got the monopoly on 911? Whoever did is absolutely raking it in in calls. There's no way. I don't know if you can dial it in Ireland, but I know it doesn't go to the emergency Well, services. like you get to 9 and then 1, and then just as your fingers go to the next one, you get arrested. <laughs> Sniper just takes you out. You're not allowed to dial it. Nobody fucking it, dial it. You just get through to like the audiobook version of Reno 911. Like it's the script read out. What a callback! <laughs> what a fucking callback! What can As I say? Listening to this? As anyone listening to this watched Reno nine one one, that is a two thousand and nine classic. It's, it's a fucking bop. I've only seen random episodes when I was sick from school, but. Shall <laughs> what do you think of this um, Indiana man? I feel like. Maybe he needs to figure out a way to maybe solve his own issues. Maybe look within upon himself to maybe try to solve the problem before he maybe looks externally. That maybe the police can solve him for going to sleepy Betty bye-byes. Um, I mean, what, like, how equipped are are the police? Like, do they just have... Because if this is, like, public knowledge that, like, the police have a gun that makes you go to sleep temporarily... well, they fucking <laughs> then like maybe maybe this man is justified, but mm. if, if, if if I don't I don't know if they just provide advice. I'm sure there's a service you can ring to help you get to sleep. Like Babe there, there's... <laughs> again. <laughs> what you do is you look first of all you light a load of candles. Second. Have you ever seen that documentary on all the the babe station women that they did like a behind the scenes thing on Channel 4 and it was literally like she was just like ironing her shirt like pretending (laughs) like she had the phone like just up to her shoulder like ironing her shirt. Just (laughs) multitasking. Just multitasking. Getting that money. Get that fucking money. Go on. If people are willing to pay it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, fucking the shirt gets ironed so. (laughs) <laughs> and win, there was win. another one like she was like full pajamas just like watching TV with her feet up just on the phone <laughs> with all of her family around her just <laughs> dead fucking right um, so Sean we're going to move on to our next piece of news and this is a story of heartbreak it's a story that tells me the system is broken because I have Bristol half marathon winner is disqualified after running in the wrong race what? Yes. Was he in like the 100 metres and it got out of hand? You see, there were two races running that day, Sean, over two different dif- distances. And the first, the fact- an egg and spoon. <laughs> the second, Olympic level, 500 metre. And despite the fact that he finished first over one of the courses, he had in reality signed up for the other course. So... He was disqualified. Now, Sean, when you think about it, you might think, okay, well, maybe he signed up for the 26k. He did the 13k. He's obviously going to be faster than everybody there. But no, 
It was an absolute gut-wrencher for Omar Ahmed, who, pl- who was planning on running the Bristol 10k as part of the Great Bristol Run, but he ended up running and subsequently winning the 22-kilometre half marathon. Jesus so Christ. He signed up for a 10k. He ended up doing half a, half a marathon. He won it. He did it in 63 minutes. He ran 22 kilometres, which is fucking ludicrous. Um, that Unless is, he just lost track of distance. Like... His body just took over and was like, okay, I guess we're doing this for an hour. 22 kilometers in 60... What? That is insane. So he's running... Oh, so he's running at basically 20 kilometers an hour. <laughs> yes. <laughs> for for the whole hour. That's ridiculous. <laughs> he just starts from like zero he, and he's just like straight... Zero. True. Twenty two and just never slows down. That's ridiculous. I mean, he's one of, like but now would you enter a half marathon after that? Or would it be just would you be thinking like, oh it's just a fluke? It's just because well, I thought it was ten K. If he's doing twenty two kilometers in sixty three minutes, that means he's running that ten K under thirty, which is not possible. That's not human. <laughs> I, I'm going to put it down. <laughs> didn't, they re- didn't someone recently break a... It was a marathon done in less than two hours. And that's like pretty much peak human. Yeah. So, like This dude is I, close. Like, this is, this is <gasps> the most peak humans have ever gotten nearly. Um, not to... Like, I'm not going to big myself up, Sean. But I play a bit of sports, so during oh. the winter you might you might go for a five k run every now and then. I keep might yourself fit. Um, but when I was doing the five k runs, I mean I was aiming for like twenty one minutes for five k. Like that is really good. Twenty minutes. I used to be able to do it at nineteen, but that was when I was younger, Sean. The body is That's breaking down. Now, down so by life. <laughs> we're going to aim for twenty to twenty one. That is like that's pretty good. I'll take that. So if if you go with that logic. You would do 15k in an hour, but you would have to keep the exact same pace from K1 to K14 for the whole time. (laughs) But this man has done 22 kilometres. (laughs) In the hour. That's absolutely ridiculous. And he got... Would he not get something for it, though? They gave him nothing, Sean. He was disqualified after entering the wrong race. What happened was he um, he, he was running the, the the right race and then the path diverged one or the other and he turned the wrong way. He turned left when he should have turned right and he oh, ended no. up doing... Which boards the question. Once he got to, like, 12k, did he not think to himself... Jesus, this is going on a bit. I must be really slow today. Fucking those treadmills aren't... They aren't up to snuff, guys. <laughs> the guy who now has won it was four minutes behind him in the race. He ran That's it in 67 elite. minutes. Um, and so the guy who's now second, uh, I can't, Chris Thompson, is now declared the winner. And the other guy is... Dis- <laughs> Omar is disqualified. <laughs> How do you feel Omar got told that he had run possibly maybe the fastest 22k anyone's ever ran before in their life and then he just decided or they just decided well you know you did run the wrong race though just, oh, just this is not embarrassing. The same there's course. egg on my face and there's egg on your face but you can't get the medal because you technically cheated because somehow you you were meant to do less and you did but more. But he ran the same distance though, surely. Like the fastest half marathon is fifty eight eighteen. He ran in sixty three minutes. <laughs> Holy That's shit. Fucking ridiculous. And like these fastest were run at the Olympics. <laughs> This guy should go to the Olympics. Why is this man not in the Olympics is my question. I, I, I'll be honest, Connor. I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> Do you know what prize they gave him? Was what? that they said, okay, you're disqualified, but here's your prize. 
you'll be allowed enter the next race that we do. It's like, okay, cool. All right, I guess. I guess it's better than nothing, but... Good Jesus. Would you, would you not give him, like, a... You're really fast, like, that kind of a medal? I, the guy who came second can't possibly be waving around that gold medal, like, I'm a champion, look at me, nobody can beat me in a te- 22k race. No, you can't be satisfied with that. Like, <laughs> n- now, look, I'd be, I'd be satisfied with it, personally. <laughs> a 67-minute 22k, I'd be very satisfied. I think that would be all right for old Sean over here. But, <laughs> like, if, but the thing is, if I was, what's his name, Chris Thompson's? Chris Thompson, is that his name? So Chris Thompson's the guy who came in second, yeah. Yeah, if I was his, like, say, younger brother, for example, oh, Chris is never going to forget that. It's like, no, oh, you're not- you, you were beat by a guy who thought he was running a different race. And he didn't even know he was in that race. So... When you think about it, like, he would have been, like, speeding up for the last K, and then he was just like, Jesus, there's no finish line. <laughs> Where the fuck is this finish line? Guess I'll just maintain this pace going forward. <laughs> Guess I'll just go 50 miles per hour for the next hour. It's fine. <laughs> oh, well, I'm here now. And he, like, puts in his earphones and some Mozart playing. It's like, oh. I think that I think that might be the most, uh, ah, well, I'm here now attitude we've ever seen on this show. <laughs> ah, well, I'm 14k in now. Might as well win the whole thing. By the sounds of it, he could have stopped and taken a three-minute break and still beaten your man. Yeah, he could have just maybe had a stretch, <laughs> get a glass of water. Oh, Jesus, right. Mom will crack on again. <laughs> you could have stopped, had a quick phone call and be like, yeah, sorry, I'll be home late. I don't know when this is going to no, end. Uh, no, I'm doing the 10K. No. What, you see me on the TV? What, doing the 22K? No, I'm doing the 10. No, 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 no. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. Just fuck <laughs> yeah, off. We'll figure this out later. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to you later. I just have to win here. And then when he sets off, he goes immediately back to 22 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, it's like a cheetah springing off. <laughs> um, so that man, I mean, I just love the idea that someone had to tell him. Like when he won it, they were all just standing there going, oh, who the fuck's going to tell him? This man's sweating. He's panting. He's just like... You didn't Unless, win, technically. Picture it like he crosses the finish line, he cheers and he looks around and he waits for everyone to surprise him. And then they start like unwrapping a new ribbon and putting it over the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> and they give him like best 10k. <laughs> no, because technically he actually came last in the 10k race. <laughs> yeah, whoever won that race has got to be, you know, you you definitely would have been beaten. Chris, yeah. had he competed. But... To be fair, if he had turned around after doing the 22k, he probably still would have come, like, seventh in the other race. <laughs> he would have done pretty well for himself. Just sets back off at 50. I'll catch up with them, don't worry, lads. Like, they told him at the finish line, sorry, it was the wrong race. And he goes, right, I'll go back, so... And he fucking sprints back <laughs> the whole just, way. He's the Forrest Gump of running. This man never gets tired. Well, guess I'll go home then. <laughs> um, okay, Sean, we're going to move on to one of the strangest stories I found this week. Um, well, I suppose it is weird news. But well, it caught my eye just because it's more weird than it is funny. And that is oh. a company with $15 million planning to bring mammoths back to life. I did see headlines about this, and my initial reaction was, to what end? Just bringing them back, because it'd be cool. But it, like, from what I read of the thing, and look, you'll probably go into the article in a bit more detail and we'll talk about it then, Connor. but hmm. they're not just going to fucking, like, like in a cartoon, they're not going to take a big block of ice that has a mammoth in it. And just like run some hair dryers over that for a while. That's not they're gonna like selectively breed elephants, I think. Well it might be a bit plans. of a laugh though to bring them back. Do you ever think about that? I mean, look, we've all seen Ice Age. Yeah. And didn't bring, that them back. End well. bring them back. Bring Sid back. They just go, look at this. Look what we yeah. have here. Look Fucking scratch. Give him an acorn to fuck. He's <laughs> gonna have acorn mouth. <laughs> 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 yes, one of my nutmouth brothers. <laughs> ah, yes, the family. <laughs> you are my brothers in arms. 
Um, so, $15 million have been given to this company, um, aptly called Colossal. And they're, pro- they're funding to combat the colossal problem of extinction. So, why exactly would we want to bring them back? That much remains fairly unclear, but the scientists involved with the project certainly seem to be quite excited about it. Um, I like how this is written, by the way. Like, I like when articles, they try to be like one of us, but like their version of one of us is like the jock, who's like these nerds, because then they're like, Harvard Boffin. And DNA sequencing innovator George Church is definitely buzzing to bring back the prehistoric behemoth. This is a major milestone for us. It's going to make all the difference in the world. Is it? Would you not fucking save the pandas or something? You know all those species that are on the brink of extinction? Why are we not saving the ones about to go extinct instead of going, well, well, we'll bring the old ones back? Here's a wild fucking question. You know climate change? <laughs> Should we not they, be giving 15 million quid to them? No. They uno reversed climate change into bringing back the mammoths. <laughs> oh my god, that's oh that's big mammoth. That's their plan the whole time. <laughs> there can't be climate change if the mammoths are back. Mammoths have never been around for climate change, lads. Think about it. Do you know what? And, and, and we don't often get political on this show, Connor, but I think this is a yeah. Democrat ploy. Because. Oh, fuck. What's the symbol of go. the Democratic Party, I think? Oh, oh shit. You think. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. An elephant? Let's, blame, let's go off hearsay rumour. Which one is which? I'm fairly sure it's an elephant. Because. Okay. Tusks. Uh, Do you know what? I, I think. The Irish political parties need to have animals just representing them more. I just think well, they'd be all be fucking snakes, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I'm gonna make a snake joke. Political, <laughs> political. Oh, Sammy, I'm so sorry you didn't understand any of that. <laughs> there's actually there. Sorry, there's a campaign going on on Twitter at the minute, and by campaign, I mean there's one guy who has an yeah. account called "Put the Animals Back on the Coins." Because oh, on shit. Irish coins, we used to have animals on them and they were class. And then they took them yeah. away and just Would put you a say class? on the back. Sorry, just just really quickly. Oh. I just want to jump. I don't want to cut you off. But no, no, would you ahead. say the word class about animals on coins? I think they were pretty cool looking, though. Uh, which animals did we have again? We had a fish. A, we had a fish. We had a stag. We had a greyhound. We had a horse. We probably had a badger of some kind. <laughs> some kind of... Uh, the badger was actually on the one million dollar coin. That's true. Wait, no, that's one true. million pounds. We lost that coin and that's when Ireland went into recession. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh, lads. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. I'm after leaving in the taxi. Oh, we're never getting that back. <laughs> It's just, it was just fucking Bertie Ahern at one of those like fairground penny pushers and he's just fucking euros into it it's like oh no oh fuck it's one of those ones where like the little shelf comes out and pushes the coins out yeah and, and he's accidentally dropped it in and he's like oh fuck does anyone have another 21 euro coins I'm gonna need and to then- get this yoke out and then people keep giving him brown envelopes full of coins and he's just funneling it in but nothing's happening. That's the best metaphor for how Ireland went into recession. <laughs> what if we just... It's the Homer Simpson method of don't worry, I'll pick up my uh, my legs with my arms and then I'll pick up my arms with my face when when he keeps getting sucked into the, the mud. Yeah. The, um, where were we? Uh, we have mammoths coming back to life, Sean. Yeah. Okay, so, 15 million quid. First of all, there's better things that could be spent on. Second of all, that's nowhere near enough to bring a mammoth back, I would say. How much do you think is reasonable? I'm thinking, like, touching a billion, certainly. Because it's I mean, a mammoth. I think it's a good idea to, like, have a look at, like, de-extinction. Because if we can stop making things go extinct, might be good. Might, might be nice, as you say. Like, there's lots of animal races that are on unfairly their last legs. Um, yeah. So if we can get on top of that, we can we can save. I mean, next first mammoth, then surely next is dodo. I don't know how 
how else you go about this? But like, would they add anything to the ecosystem? <laughs> like, fucking invent me a monkey that you know produces steel. Well, that's that's like you know something that can actually benefit things, not just fucking wouldn't it be class if there was a hairy elephant? Um, by the way, Hank Greeley, who is the um, he's from the Center of for Law and Biosciences Sciences at Stanford University, said he has mixed feelings. He says part of me hates the hype in this because the hype is real, Sean. The hype is going hype mad. Is the socials are absolutely, as the kids say, popping off. But he also says it's not the answer. To problems like climate change. It's not really even high on my priority list. But it is cool. And you know, humans do a lot of things just because they're cool. <laughs> yeah, how do, how's, that, how, how, how's that gone for us so far? Uh, Has there ever been a movie series based around the consequences of bringing extinct prehistoric creatures back to life? Certainly not a successful one, I would say. <laughs> I don't think it's been done. I think this is a good idea. Maybe we put them in some sort of park. uh, Someone suggesting some sort of Ice Age park. um, Have you ever... uh, Do you follow the Twitter um, Jurassic Park updates. The the Jurassic Park updates is fucking great. It's just like guys pretending like they're working in PR for the park. And and they're just like, oh, someone's died again. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but I would recommend just having a look at that they've got like some really good funny tweets but Sean I think 10 years from now we could be living amongst the mammoths maybe maybe but on the off chance that you know this episode gets discovered yeah. and one of the researchers wants to bring in a layman to speak for the people oh, what animal are you bringing back what animal are you I mean, I think I actually wouldn't bring back the dodo because it's a question, it's an answer to every school question we've ever had since we were three. It's like, well, when you're going through the book, what's the first animal that went extinct? The dodo. This instrument has starts with an X, xylophone. They're just rock solid. You can't move them. They're, They're solid. They are solid. They're rock so- I don't want to mess with the education system and, here. And that's it with a dodo as well. It's like, that's when you realise, oh, fuck, we all know that thing, but it doesn't exist anymore. That's when you realise yeah. that as a kid. And it's <laughs> harrowing. It's got that mainstream popularity as well. And it's not even around. <laughs> that's just hearsay. That's just, that's just talking around. Just the, the, Their name is in people's mouths for nothing they do. There's no PR going on. Um, no. What would you bring? I feel like Mammoth is second best. What behind the dodo? I think that's probably the second one you'd go to. I don't know, fungi maybe. Uh, <laughs> Irish dolphin fungi. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the Irish Celtic dolphin. tiger. Um, <laughs> this is a very Irish-based financial recession. Well, it's a lot of yeah, it's a, seven, there's a lot of bits going on here. Uh, saber-toothed tiger just Ooh. one yeah that was always good when the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers called that one out that was always that's a good true. one that's true I'd act- actually yeah, I'd bring back the Ninja Turtles you're correct oh very good <laughs> yes are we leaving um, we leaving Splinter maybe gone or is he ah, rats crew? are fine rats will survive rats are fine yeah, rats are fine, fine. Um, well, okay. okay we're moving what on Wait, wait, what, yeah, if, okay, if you had to pick one animal to save from extinction. <laughs> That's a much better question, a much better question, because <laughs> there's so many, there's so many nice there's so ones. many. Bees. Oh, definite bees. Um, I think in terms of, like, uh, rhinoceroses are getting killed, I want to yeah. maybe save a lot of the rhinos, because people are being mean, um, people are being dickheads, but on a basis of just I wanted to live on the planet... Bees are probably the best, the best bet. I think bees will be bees are the best bet. Correct. Uh, mm, mm. Koalas. That's another good one. Uh, and what's the other one that's going extinct? Polar bears and shit. Do you know polar bears aren't actually white? No, they're they're clear. They have fibre optic they're, fur. They're translucent. Yeah, they're translucent. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> You don't learn everything here. This isn't just like an idiot show. Sometimes we have facts. Sometimes we have animal facts. There was a time we talked yeah. about pheasants for it. Not pheasants, peacocks. Did we? 
Didn't someone try and hire a hit on a peacock at some oh, point? Oh, yes. I do yeah. remember. Yes, I do remember. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. <laughs> that sentence, by the way. This show has gone places. Um, we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. And send in what animal you'd like to save from extinction. Or what animal you'd bring back. Just that- messages on t- Twitter or Patreon or Facebook or whatever. Yeah, whatever. And look, whatever animal gets the least votes, I'll I'll see to it. <laughs> you got voted out. <laughs> just, just turned up like cocking the shotgun, lad. You got voted out. Sorry, I can't Sorry, the boss. <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving on, John, to the biggest world championships going on right now. Um, it's going. It's taking place in Ramsbottom, and after a two-year absence. Everyone's favourite world championships are back. That is the world black pudding throwing championships. They're back on the market. Okay, this is definitely in Scotland, right? Um, Ramsbottom. It's in England, as far as I know. It's oh, in Wolverhampton. Right, Wolverhampton. Oh, Birmingham. Cool. The um, is it? Is that Birmingham? I think oh it's Birmingham. no, maybe not. Maybe maybe not. I don't know areas. <laughs> It's fine. It's the win- fine. The winner, the winner was from Wolverhampton, and they ah. also deal with a lot of Yorkshire puddings within the competition. So now I, whew. oh lads, I'm I, I'm so confused. Uh, look, the black pudding is something that's really weird to describe to someone. Yeah, because it's made of blood. It's it's one of those like a sausage where you just say shut up and eat it if someone ever asks you what's inside it. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, it's nice, but you're not going to like it. You don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know how the sausage is made. You definitely don't want to know how black pudding is made. You don't, you lose respect for yourself for eating it if you ask and I tell you what's in it. But oh, but actually, my main experience with black pudding is any time I'm buying a breakfast roll, which is it's a roll with bacon sausage egg hash brown if you're lucky uh white and black pudding and they ask every time there's two questions they ask do you want white and black pudding i used to say only white because i was a bit weirded out by black pudding but then i had it and it was much better and then they ask and do you want it cut in half which is their way of saying are you going to be civilized and eat this in small bites are you just going to force this full 12 inch baguette into your mouth full of a breakfast food I don't even say no I just literally grab the roll off them and without breaking eye contact begin eating the roll in one whole bite (laughs) like a a Scooby Doo sandwich and it comes out your throat (laughs) yeah and they're just like well okay then I won't cut it in half that is fine I will Um, yes now how far Sorry, the black pudding, the black pudding throwing championships. They've been around, Sean, since 1984. It's a pretty big deal. People travel George from all Orwell. around England um, <laughs> to get here. <laughs> Early on, a number of people managed to dislodge four puddings with several people tied at the top of the leaderboard. Most, however, were finding it impossible to even hit the target because how it works is this. Competitors attempt to dislodge giant Yorkshire puddings from a 20-foot high plint by throwing black puddings at them, trying to dislodge them. So you get given a black pudding, 20 feet below, and 20 feet above is a little basket that's full of Yorkshire puddings, and you have to fuck the black pudding down as hard as you can to try and dislodge as many of them as you can. What the fuck? That's... I need to know how this started. Because you, no one just comes up with that on the spot. It's a situation where they had, I don't know, they had a surplus of Yorkshire puddings and they used them to execute people or something. Now, here's the thing. A lot of people, you turn up and you'd go, you'd go American football style quarterback throw over the shoulder. No, no, no. Can't do that, Sean. Has oh. to be underarm technique. Shot that put. is part oh, of the rules. Okay. <laughs> it's underarm technique throwing up. Which makes it harder to get that power behind it. That's true. Yeah, you're all about the swing at that point. Mm. Um, I've, I've, okay, okay, there's one video online. It's from September of 2012. Um, God, those people are standing close together, let me just say. and <laughs> Those are massive Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> <laughs> They're like as big so- as a flat cap. 
Sean, it's the fucking World Championships. We're not Sa- fucking around here. <laughs> For fuck's sake, like... We're not talking pros and shite from Tesco's. No, 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 no. No, we're, we're talking World Championship calibre Yorkshire oh, puddings. That ground is pure littered with Yorkshire pudding and black pudding. Yeah, how's cleaning that up? I don't know. Um, Why is this, it's a com- there's a wooden block that they stand on to give themselves more fucking purchase. <laughs> That's just add to the to the to the theatrics, I should say. Um, I was trying to say day theatrics together, but I couldn't put the two words right beside each other. It's a competition with a storied history, Sean, as it goes back to the War of the Roses and a 1455 battle in Stubbets between the House of Lancaster and the House of York. So this is to oh. commemorate that battle. Fucking, it's mad that Game of Thrones stemmed from this, didn't it? It's really from this one competition, yes. <laughs> from the, the from two, this battle. The two sides are said to have run out of ammunition and resorted to throwing food at each other. Black pudding and Yorkshire puddings. So that's how this competition started. Ironically, this competition hasn't happened for two years due to COVID. What came out in the meantime? Game of Thrones. The lads ran out of storylines. They couldn't ha- they had nothing to base it off of for the last season. That's true. That's true, and so they decided that Bran. <laughs> Spoilers for Serious Game of Thrones. Serious underarm. Serious oh, underarm. Didn't fucking he? lethal shot, so he is. I don't think trained soldiers would resort to throwing food at. Not to call this into question. I don't think they would oh. resort to throwing food at each other. I mean, I think this is another competition that me and you should maybe enter. Maybe. Some, so, somehow, some way, get across to the U- UK. I mean, somehow, I'm assuming a plane or a boat. <laughs> One of the two. Um, we could get across there and maybe enter this competition because we also we've had several competitions in the UK that we feel. I feel like we could do well in. I I I, I do think so. Um, Might have I, to be I a qualifier like though. It's the World Championships. That's true. We would be the Irish contingent there. I feel you'd mm. be better at this. But I would eat more black pudding. This is how this would work. <laughs> I'd be halfway through my trolls and I turn around and all the black pudding is gone. Make sure where did it it's go? Feed. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, also, some of the comments um, I have under this, underneath this are Ronnie Pickering, 17. He says, sooner eat it than chuck it. Goes strong from Ronnie there. Um, yeah. Encro8 says, no Bugsy Malone performance this year. Um, I don't understand that. Santiago Street Eight says, "What a tosser!" Which who? Santiago oh. coming, coming in clutch. Um, <laughs> Santiago and the, and the, the comedian my favorite, of the group. My favorite is look at this face. Um, who comes in with clearly has problems? I should say very early with the area this is in because he said. Of course people in that neck of the woods can throw things far. They all have six fingers on each hand, for starters, and it will be a close relative who wins, as all of them are related. (laughs) Fuck. That's a weird fucking hill to die. What the fuck? (laughs) This is just a a regular... This isn't in reply to anything. This is just unprovoked. No, this is the comments in the article. Underneath the article, someone has made an account... Just to comment on the fact that all these fuckers probably have six fingers and they're all related and the winner's probably related because they're all cousins. Ha ha, ha ha, I win. <laughs> I win, black pudding competition. Actually, I, just in relation to us joining this, is that this is, a, I see, I, I'm on a website about, you know, events going on in the UK. Someone mm. says, in relation to this, do you have to pre-registration to lob a black pudding? And then... <laughs> Okay. The original poster replies, "No oh, need to book ahead. Just turn up on the day. Fucking just turn up. We just need Fucking to rock up. We're already in the finals, boy. Ah, lads. Ah, lads. And I'm already the winner. I've already kind of claimed the winner. Fucking. We didn't even have to fly or anything. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Unreal. I didn't know that." I think we need to start filling ourselves in for all competitions. Just all these strange fucking yokes up and down the countries. Yeah, just we're accepting all challengers. There has to be some weird competitions in Ireland even that we could enter. Oh, As definitely. the Heroes for Hire podcast. Just, and it's just there for us to make fools of ourselves. 
Yeah, yeah, we'd lose. That's what. I'd have. <laughs> well, we lose every time. Like we know of us are going to win, but Jesus, we we look good doing it though. Oh, we look. Oh, we'd be in that Heroes for Hire merch link in the description. Link in the description. It's actually a lovely store. You can buy hats and shirts and mugs and all this kind of stuff. We'd it's actually hoodies. just be there, just decked out with everything. Just oh, fully. we'd be smothered. We'd be dripping in <laughs> Heroes for Hire merch. <laughs> And we'd be so cold because it's such bad quality. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, we'd be <laughs> no, walking no. around. We'd be walking around going, "Wow, I am so toasty. These <laughs> these clothes are so nice." Wow, and us in the middle of July, <laughs> <laughs> just sweating. Um, Sean, we're finishing off a Florida woman this week um, because I think this might be the most Florida woman that Florida woman has ever Florida woman. Because I have naked Florida woman drove golf cart through armed standoff in Florida, deputy says. Was she involved in the standoff or was this just separate? While Penelope's deputies were in the middle of a tense standoff with an armed man on the roof of a Dundon home on Saturday, they said a naked woman who drove through the scene on a golf cart and made the situation even more dangerous for law enforcement. (laughs) because now you have a wild card to contend with (laughs) so what happens is that they have a good um, Miles Abbott uh, is the man who's on the roof and he fires a gun um, and then the police all show up and he runs from deputies and he climbs onto the roof of the house pointing the firearm down at them and it was the beginning of a SWAT standoff that lasted six hours, Sean, with the man on top of the on top of the roof screaming at them and pointing the gun, and the SWAT team on the ground doing the whole "come down with your arms up, nobody gets hurt, just give up the gun" kind of thing. They're setting snipers up at every roof and every window along the area. Yeah, and that sounds like standard procedure. But then, <laughs> what happens? That's when Scotter? they said. 28-year-old Jessica Smith <laughs> rocks up <laughs> and slowly comes into the distance and gets closer and closer as everyone stops and looks. And she drives past... As the fucking Magnificent sev- Seven theme plays over it. <laughs> and she drives past several marked sheriff patrol units in a golf cart. As Smith approached a home where the armed standoff was happening, deputies said she ignored her commands to leave the scene and just kept driving, saying, I have right of way. You better all leave me alone. <laughs> I mean, traffic law does take precedence over an armed standoff. That's correct. <laughs> Imagine how slow she's going in the golf cart, just rocking slowly up to this armed standoff. <laughs> like, I mean... It's about the speed of a ride on lawnmower, I'm imagining. <laughs> she uh, was said to have exhibited the, the distinct odour of alcohol and was completely naked. Um, so she rocks up in the golf cart completely naked, pissed out of her head, and just interrupts this six-hour arm standoff that is occurring between the Florida SWAT team. Just to break the tension, I guess. It's like, oh, it looks like it's getting a bit heated over there. I I think Florida woman, she, this is the most Florida story because it has nothing to do with her. Like, Florida man has the police. He already has their attention. But Florida woman has decided that she needs to help her partner in crime. But what can she do? Have you... And look, this might be reaching. Have you heard of Lady Godiva? No. <laughs> Lady Godiva was uh, like an old English fucking noblewoman who was trying to get her husband to lower taxes for the town. And he was like, I'll I'll lower taxes when you ride naked through the streets on a horse. And then she fucking did it. Oh, shit. You know, historical legend, Lady Godiva. Yeah. So what what if she went to this lady went to the police chief and said, stop the standoff. On that man. And he said, <laughs> I'll stop the standoff 
when. <laughs> she, I'll fucking show you. I like the idea of her oh. slowly rolling up and the detective's like, no, she's not gonna. No. No. Because obviously surely. she's gonna see, she's gonna see that there's like 17 SWAT members here and a guy with a gun on a roof. There's yeah, no way she can't see us. Swerve around. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way she, like she's naked. I think they would have still let her go. It would have been a case of we've got bigger fish to fry. We're going to let the naked woman on the golf cart just get out of the way if she keeps to herself. <laughs> yeah, just like just like all of them training their guns and they just start slowly looking away and the police chief is just like, not today, boys. <laughs> like we just have to keep concentrating on the actual criminal. She's just a fucking lunatic. I think in Florida that's actually fairly commonplace. They're just like, yeah, that's fair enough. That's yeah, just, it's that's just crazy, Susie. Ah, sure, she's hurting nobody. Sean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so what do you think of Florida woman here? Do you think maybe this is how to end all st- six-hour standoffs in future? You'd- also, if you were the guy on the roof, there's no way you could have predicted that's how it's going to end. <laughs> no, no. Like, I hope they're not like involved in some kind of Ocean's Eleven slash Catch Me If You Can style scheme where everything has to go perfect. Because mm. like she's the ultimate wild wild card in that scenario. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I think Florida woman here has she's done the most Florida thing in making something not about her whatsoever, completely about her um, center of attention. Florida man, Florida woman, they just have a history of oh, there's a crime going on. Well, I'm going to do a worse crime. <laughs> I'll show ye. <laughs> Fucking, I can't let someone else take the heat for this. <laughs> Um, so Sean that is it for this week's weird news it's been it's been quite a week sorry I made it very Ireland circa 2008 centred you, you gotta keep up with that Irish politics from 2008 just all of our international listeners that's where all of our comedy comes from yeah exactly that's where we peaked it is it's where this podcast peaked before it began uh, would you like me to take us out Connor <laughs> yes please Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero, Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays. Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description. Also, big shout-outs to Please Get Vaccinated, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Black Canary, and Zatanna. AKA Waffles. Thank you as well, Waffles, for sending in that story earlier. Uh, delighted to know that New Zealand is just as mental as the rest of the world. Um, Waffles also uh, recommended that we watch the Matrix movies for the Lazarus Pit, so that has been thrown into the hat. Um, all, I think, I don't know whether to throw just Matrix or all three of them in, but then it could be a situation where we pull out, like, reloaded or revelations. <laughs> just yeah, without, gonna- without doing the first one. We'll start with Revolutions, then we'll go through <laughs> the back. Matrix, and then yeah, no, go think it. we'll do it completely oh. out of order. Yeah, <laughs> Like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. We'll treat them as prequels. Um, thanks also to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Roisin Shrodoshin Halley, Ryan Wrighttime Evanson, Sean, Heroes Don't Do That Jameson, Dominic, Josiah Florida Galgreen, Anna, Go Ducks, Helm Roos, Little Dicky, one was so beautiful he just wanted to punch his face. The other had a kick-ass mullet, McGrew. Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I can't believe Wanda did this. And Sammy, DeLucia. Thank you all, sincerely, for the support. We really do appreciate it. You help keep the show going week on week. There are other ways, if, you don't, if you're not into Patreon, there are other ways that anyone can support the show. You can buy merch from the store down below. Uh, as we mentioned, there's a whole host of things to select from there. You can follow us on all the social medias. They're all linked below. But the most important thing, the best way you can ever help out the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean Liam. And we shall see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.